ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome to episode 63 of Those Muckrakers. I'm Pete. And I'm Pat. And, uh, man, I don't know why I don't feel high energy today. I mean, I feel higher energy than I was last week, but that's not a very high bar to set, yeah? Yeah, well, I'll tell you who does feel high energy. Uh, let's jump right into it. Uh, okay. And you're going to love this. So, you know, many times we've talked about how the rich are boring. Yes. Uh, well, there's a new story about a millionaire wants to stage a real-life battle royale on a private island. Oh, God, I did hear about that. Yeah, you know, my very first impression was, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm for that if everyone's consenting to it. But then, like, the more I thought about it, the more I realized, oh, the rich are literally telling people, kill yourself for my amusement while I eat grapes. You know, so, I'd, mm. I'd be fine with this. I actually am like, finally, someone's putting their money to good use. And I got super excited. Apparently, it's by this uh, this 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 uh, uh, group called uh, Hush Hush, a London-based luxury shopping marketplace and shopping concierge service that sells essential items like bottled Everest oxygen and crystal encrusted vacuum cleaners. What? Yeah. So, uh, it's a. Um, I mean, talk about. God damn it! Okay, continue. Well, I was super excited, and then I was like, oh, it's lame. Apparently, uh... It is? The no, atten- they're not actually going to have people kill each other for their amusement, like in, um... Right. God, what's that movie called? Hostel. Hostel is all about people being sold to other people to just be maimed however they feel like. I was sort of thinking, oh, it's kind of uh, like well, a this... hostile situation. Except without the kidnapping, maybe. Maybe. No, they're just going to be provided with airsoft guns and ammo and touch-sensitive body armor for the three-day event. And there's like a oh. hundred... 100,000 pound prize. Uh, it's just like, oh, come on. I was so excited. And then you guys were like, but it's not going to be with real guns. It's going to be with Nerf guns. Uh, well, maybe someone will lose an eye. You know, if it really was all to the death, then I'm almost certain that in years to come, we'd be hearing about how some of the contestants were coerced. Some of them were kidnapped. Some of them were there without their consent. And I'm like, that's just going to get seedier and seedier as we go down. Never mind 299 deaths per round. Like, that's going to be atrocious. But if everyone's agreeing to it, then maybe it could be, you know, maybe it could be okay in theory. I mean, the uh, the, the 14-year-old in me is like, yeah, do it. Put him in a body bag, Johnny. But, ah, well, I don't know. The, um, the more compassionate side of me is, oh, that's fucked. Just have everyone kill each other. But you know what? I'm going back to the 14-year-old side of me now that you're like, it's all airsoft guns. I'm like, yeah, no, that's lame. Just have them shoot each other. Um, well, speaking of possibility of losing an eye, uh, the news this week gets worse. Uh, doctors discovered four live bees feeding on tears inside a woman's eye. Inside? Yeah. What? When a young Taiwanese woman named He took herself to a hospital this week complaining of a swollen eye, uh, she expected to be tri- treated for an eye infection. Instead, they discovered four live bees living under her eyelids, feasting. I didn't want to hear this story. Feasting on her tears. I, God, it's, it's like my old teacher, Geierman, feeding on the tears of others. Uh, I mean, they, I guess they were these really tiny bees called sweat bees, but still, like... You got bees I don't in... care. It's fucking eye... bees in the eyeball. I don't need to know that this is a thing that can exist. You got eye bees. It's like the first time you really find out about bed bugs, and you're like, that's a thing that can happen. <laughs> like, I don't know. Whenever you're a kid, it's like it's cute. The idea, oh, don't let the bed bug, 
bed bugs bite, and then you grow up and you find out, oh, it's just awful. It's these things chewing on you in your sleep. And well, it's gotten really bad in New York. Like there, there was a bed bug resurgence because I guess while we thought they were cute, bed bugs have been making plans to become immune to um, uh, <laughs> like pesticides. Good, good. So it's kind of funny in in New York. Uh, I used to, <laughs> I worked at a place where I think a girl was fired for having bed bugs. Huh. She it's, just brings them to work with her. Well, they 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 come in on your clothes and stuff. Like, they don't yeah. just stay in your bed. I know. Um, but that's what's fun about New York is anytime anybody's suspected of being bed bugs, it's like they're marked. Everyone's like, "You're dead to me now." Oh yeah. Speaking of um, New York and outbreaks, aren't there like mandatory measles shots going out right now? Uh, yeah, because a bunch of like ultra orthodox Jewish communities. Don't believe in vaccinations, I guess, and so all their kids are getting measles, which then give other kids measles. Oh, which yeah. could give like shingles to adults. Yeah, or right. it could just give fucking measles to somebody. Say, like you have somebody that's immune compromised that can't do the vaccinations. Yeah, they'll just die. Right. Speaking of so, people dying, yeah, I mean the people like... that just. There, there are instances where people just can't be vaccinated, and in those cases, they rely on herd immunities to keep them safe, to keep them protected. But if everyone's not immuning everyone, or if tons of people aren't doing that, then it becomes a problem. <laughs> all so I can, that's, that's sort of what the anti-vaxxers are doing right all now. All I can think of is, uh, this is America. Uh, germs in my area. I got the cough. Bed bugs in my area. <laughs> Fucking assholes. Uh, speaking of assholes, um, well, I guess that's probably a bad segue. Uh, this was a new story that kind of made me go, really? A gay man was sentenced to die because jurors thought he'd enjoy men's prison too much. Yeah, I heard about that. That was from, like, several months ago. Yeah, in South Dakota, Charles Ryan sits on death row uh, as he has for 25 years after he was convicted of murder. Now there are significant concerns that the jury... Uh, chose to sentence him because he's gay. And so how would you know that, right? The jury deliberations are, like, in a separate sealed room, right? They could talk after the fact, right? Well, not even that. During the sentencing deliberations, the jury sent a note to the judge asking whether Mr. Rines would be allowed to marry or have conjugal visits or be allowed to create a group of followers or admirers or have a cellmate should he be sentenced to life in prison. What? Yeah, basically. So basically like hey man if he goes but yeah to... that's that's the super fucked up thing that they think oh well he likes sex with the men so he'll like to have sex with all of the men prison will be heaven for him right less than eight hours later the jury voted to impose a death penalty it became known that some of the jurors who sentenced him to death said things like quote uh i knew that he was a homosexual and i thought he shouldn't be able to spend his life with men in prison and i thought that if he's gay we'd be sending him where he wants to go if we voted for life you know, I heard those kinds of arguments when I was in grade school, and I always thought that people were joking when they said it, right? Like, that was always a tongue-in-cheek, oh, I bet prison will be real good for gay people. I never actually thought that that was something that adults would believe was true and make literal life-and-death decisions based on. Like, that is insane to me. Well, those people then grew up to become adults, apparently moved to uh, the Dakotas and sentenced a man to death. Yeah, Probably that's, voting for Trump. That's fucking insane, man. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, he'll like it, too. Like, they made a joke like that on The Office, like, um, but, like, to showcase uh, how shitty people's attitudes are uh, about gay people. Yeah. And then there are people that are like, what? That's not a thing? Fucking assholes. 
it's uh it is what it is suppose so. the, wor the world the world's fucked up and there's nothing we can do about it folks nothing we can do well what we can do is we can liven it up with a little segment we like to call dear abby we're jumping straight into Dear Abby after such a depressing topic. That's what I like to do. I like to start it out. We start low, and everyone goes, damn, the world sucks. And then we go, Dear Abby! Uh, and they feel Dear better. Abby! But we need, we need like, a little jingle or something to introduce this segment. Like, I know that we haven't used musical cues so far, because that'd be a lot of extra work for me. Yeah. But I'm almost willing to, like, put something together for Dear Abby. Maybe we'll come up with but, a song after I, this episode. I, we need, like... Wesley to record it. Drabby, I saw a bird today. Do, 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 do. I've seen Wesley's animations, and I'm going to say maybe not. <laughs> I love his animations, by the way. Like, There's nothing more delightful to me than seeing um, Smithbot or whatever it is take eight and a half minutes to move from one side of the screen to the other. It's like, this is wonderful. While well, like three different copyrighted songs play in the background. That's the greatest part, is that Wesley hasn't been caught by the copyright police yet. Uh, no, they're actually coming down on him pretty hard. That's why he can't upload, uh, <laughs> that, la that that's why we had so much trouble getting that, um, last video he made up because every time he put it on YouTube, it was like instant copyright strike. And Wesley was surprised by that. What do you mean I can't use 17 different golden oldies? <laughs> it's fun thinking about Wesley not understanding copyright infringement because he is, <laughs> he is innocent. Like I, I can imagine Wesley committing a whole slew of crimes and being like, well, what do you mean I can't rob a bank? I need the money. <laughs> and he's not dumb. He's just innocent. He's, he's, he's a wonderful person. But what do you mean I can't shoot a man and use his eyeballs for soup? I was hungry. But all I needed was a little bit of the skin. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, let's go into this, this Dear Abby. I need to pick me up. Ah, me too. All right. Mm. More uppers after our downers. This is pretty... Uh, uh, so this one I'm going to try to do in an English accent because it feels English to me, all right? And it says... All right, cheerio. Uh, <clears throat> Dear Abby, a child in my son's second grade class goes by the name Sir blank blank. Like, they didn't give the kid's actual name, right? So uh, we'll, we'll call him uh, Sir Chesterfield Worthington. Uh, Please, sir, may a, I have some more? A child what? in my, the child in my more? son's second grade class goes by the name Sir Chester Worthington, and if anybody <laughs> leaves out, sir, he corrects them, and not very nicely. The family claims the child has been knighted, but the details become vague when asked. Abby, I did some digging around, and this child's name isn't on the official British list of knighted citizens. It's impossible to inherit the title, sir, and basically unheard of for an American seven-year-old boy to legitimately be given the title. I feel titles should be earned, such as doctor, captain, or missus, not made up to generate a sense of power over those around you. May I tell my son it's okay not to use this bogus title, knighted second grader. Man, in a short two paragraphs, there's so much to unpack there. I know. Uh, look, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be completely honest. At some point, I like muted my mic so that I could just sit here and do like impressions of the Queen, because uh, I needed to make sure that I like pegged it dead on. But this like cold is still lingering and making it so hard to hit certain notes. So the best I could do is just the "Hello, I'm the Queen." Here's my thing. That's close enough, right? I knighted this boy. Woo! Okay, the Queen says she did it. <laughs> if you think. That titles like Captain and... Okay, so look, like if you think titles should be earned, especially by a seven-year-old, you're an asshole. Two, <laughs> all of my checks say doctor. 
Because you can just have them print doctor on your checkbook and no one, <laughs> you can just do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I've gone by like Chick-fil-A and they're like, what's your name? I'm the doctor. And then I just have the doctor on you know, my mill when it comes to me. Yeah. It's like, hell yeah, I'm a time lord now. I fucking title should be Aaron. Uh, fuck you. Uh, also, he's seven. He's a seven-year-old. Oh, just fucking, you know, amuse him. Why not? I once had a cat named Captain Schnickelfritz. Are you... <laughs> are did, you... Did, did he own a boat, Peter? Did he did... crescent it with his kitty paws? <laughs> did he run a boat? Was he in the military? Like, what is wrong with this person? Like... You've got to have some... Si- you dug into it like you really thought the seven-year-old got knighted. Like, you went and looked I, at the thing and were I, like, I don't I love see- that he tried to disprove the seven-year-old. I yeah. didn't even catch that before. It's like, yeah, he needed, like, hard fucking evidence to prove that this... That Sir... What was his name? Sir... Chester Evington was not really a knight. He's like, oh, I have the official registry of knights, and you, sir, are not on it. Yeah, like you're like I just it's imagine like, them geez. shaking an old English Parliament like paper at the kid and being like, you, sir, are no knight, nor you nobility. Like, what the? Please, sir, may I be Sir Chester Evington? No, you cannot have it more. Yeah, like what the fuck is wrong with you? Tell it. Fucking call him a knight if you want. We can all be knights. Who cares? It's a meaningless title made up by the British. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, especially nowadays. I mean, the actual people who are knighted don't have, like, suits of armor and swords, probably. Yeah. Also, I mean, they, could, they certainly are usually people that can afford such things, but I doubt they're cool enough to have bought them. If I ever get knighted, I'm saving up to get a fucking suit of armor, though, let me tell you. Uh... I don't even need to be knighted because I'm going to call myself Sir Peter Van Pelt right now. Uh, I, sir. What's well, uh, you, you know, in light of this, dear Abby, I think we should actually change our names. Uh, I should be Sir Pete, and you should be Captain Pat. Captain Pat. I was going to say Doctor Paddington. I like Cap. Uh... Captain Pat, though, I'm, that works. I'm also fine with Doctor Paddington. That's fine too. Although that you do sound a little bit like a pedo doctor. Ah. Oh, don't let... It's kind of like the, you know, Chester the Molester. Like, oh, <laughs> he's a real Dr. Paddington. <laughs> Better watch those hands. I, I was thinking of the Paddington bear. <laughs> I know you were, but... Uh, <laughs> watch them hands. <laughs> it's soft and fluffy, kids. <laughs> but yeah, fucking... Uh, God, whoever I don't, this is. I don't know what Paddington bear sounds like, so I just went with Mickey. I don't either. Uh, but yeah, so I'd be like, I'm Sir Pete, and I'm Captain Pat. And I'm Captain Pat. Yar. And we are... And, and, and I'm uh, Captain Pat. Oh, uh, I was, need to work on my pirate then. What was the other... Oh, oh, and we are Dr. Muckrakers. Blow me down, shiver me timbers. Yar. Okay, I'm, I'm good. I got it. Some, <laughs> some people are fucking psychos. I need to work on my parrot whistle. If you find I used your... to be able to do a good one, but my teeth have changed so much over the years, it's hard to do a proper parrot these days. Well, if you find yourself as an adult arguing with a child over his imaginary title, you might be an asshole. Like, that should just you be... You might be a redneck. That should just be like our Jeff Foxworthy introduction to comedy. We should just do a, uh, like, if you've ever found yourself arguing with a child that is the same age as your child, you, sound you like might a be an asshole. Not... Huh? You, you sound more like a preacher than Foxworthy. Do it again. Ah, maybe. All right, let's go on to the next Dear Abby. This one's a okay. little bit. This one's a little bit less ridiculous, but at the same time, and sadly, this has no. Prostelatize. <laughs> Prostelatize. And Jesus. Oh, 
Uh, speaking of that, short segue, uh, uh, I had to explain to somebody the other day, uh, we were talking about Quakers and Shakers, and they were like, what's a Shaker? And I go, oh, you know what a Shaker is? Uh, they're a religious group that's all like, Jesus! And then they start shaking and handling snakes and, you know. Oh, I love that. Flop. I would totally be into like, watching that. Or flop. playing with the snakes, too. What's wrong with snakes? Well, because they, they're handing around poisonous rattlesnakes. You know, probably not the poisonous ones. I'll stick with the the non-venomous TYVM. Well, their whole argument is like, God will protect us, and if the snake bites you, God does not like you. And I go, man, you guys, <laughs> you guys draw a hard fucking line. Yep. There was a story uh, a little while ago about a, a guy uh, who was a pastor in one of these churches, and the snake bit him in the fucking neck. Right. He was, I mean, like, the tone changed. It was like, Jesus, Jesus, it's biting me! <laughs> like I saw the nice. photos, he lived, but there was blood everywhere. Oh. And I go, does that mean he doesn't get to be the preacher if the snake bit him? <laughs> I've been tempted by Satan's teeth. Ah! Oh um, my god! Reminds uh, that... me of um. I, I, so I've been finally catching up on Penn Sunday School, which I've listened to until around the time he started doing two episodes a week, and it just mm-hmm. became impossible to keep up with anymore. But I've been working on it this week, and in one of the episodes, he had a guy on that does like contests and prizes. And um, he said at one point he had like all these bags and one of them had, you know, a million dollars in it. And some psychics came on to get to pick which bag they wanted. And the psychic said, you know, this is going to be proof that someone out here is a witch and they are cursing us. They curse these bags so that we would not be able to detect which one is the correct one. And he's like, yeah, okay, that's what happened then. Sure. You know, whenever your psychic powers don't. That's, I feel like, the greatest proof that like... If psychic powers do exist, they're either incredibly hard to obtain or they don't exist at all because it's just like, yeah, man, like that would be a thing that people would be like, hey, <laughs> they're probably not in the possession of douchebags that try to, you know, pick bags of money yeah. out of a out of a lineup. It's kind of like the way I know we're not in the Matrix because the other day when we were talking and Wesley goes like, oh, if I was if I hacked the Matrix, I'd make myself rich. And I was like, that's it. That's where you're like. Because if you're in the Matrix and you hack the code, fuck money, like, do other stuff. I mean, I would, um, oh my god. So, the very first thing I would do is uh, turn the entire world into, like, one giant uh, Sonic the Hedgehog furry fanfic. So, I would be um, Pat the Rooster, because I would just be a giant chicken and I'd go around pecking at things. And, Peter, you can be a hedgehog if you'd like, or a werewolf. Yeah, you know what I would... You know uh, what Wesley, I would... Wesley's definitely going to be a bear. You know what so I would... So he can go hibernate. He'll be so happy in his slumber. Oh, I got to sleep now for six months. Oh. If you turn the whole world into a Sonic level, I would spend the rest of my time trying to jump on your head to kill you. <laughs> I think you'd be too busy running around trying to get more rings. Yeah, so I can kill you because Sonic levels are terrible and no one wants to live there. <laughs> I mean, Sonic Adventure 2 is okay. Yeah, it's a fun one, one game. game out of like a million. I, no, I'm not. I don't have a problem with the game. It's I don't want to live in a Sonic level. It sounds terrible. Oh, where you're like running to work and suddenly spikes shoot out. And yes! You're like, God damn it! I dropped all my rings. Yes, exactly. Like you like, imagine walking down the sidewalk and then spikes pop out and like you drop your wallet and all your money goes everywhere. <laughs> it's the end of the month and your boss is like, Well, Peter, you Peter the Hedgehog, you've worked very very hard this month, so I boss the chipmunk hands you your paycheck and you're like yes and you turn around and there's like a, a little rolling red bug that's a robot and covered in spikes and it goes bing and you're like ah! yeah, and your money most... just goes everywhere and it's like god damn it boss i need another paycheck next month peter i guess in real life what those I spikes forgot would be... to hit the checkpoint halfway to work now i gotta start over from my house again 
I guess in real life, those would just be called payday lenders. <laughs> All right, yep. so let's let's do this, dear Abby. It says, dear Abby, my son's open marriage leaves his parents in shock. Dear Perfect. Abby, I am extremely upset. My son got married a year ago, and we were very happy. And have welcomed. Fuck, I, I, I could have been Captain Pat the Rooster. Anyway, continue. <laughs> we have welcomed his wife into our family. He met us for lunch yesterday and announced that he and his wife have a polyamorous relationship. They will stay married, but both of them will date and have long-term relationships with other people. So, hold on. Okay. I want to pause right there for a second. For those of you who don't know about polyamory, uh, I have issues with it in that I don't like that people are, like, like it's a cool new thing. Like, polyamory's always existed. I guess it's becoming more mainstream. Whatever you want to do in your marriage is fine. If you want to have your primary person and then date other people but stay married, sure. Why not, right? As long as you both agree on it. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. It's like, I, I'm cool with it. You're cool with it. Cool. Polyamory. Now, I, I personally am not polyamorous, but I would have no problem with anyone else being polyamorous. That's their choice. And... I I can't. I can barely maintain one relationship. There's no way I'm going to get that second ball up in the air for this juggling match. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? It'd be like, man, I'm really bad at driving one car. Have you tried driving two? Nope. <laughs> It's going to oh, be a bloodbath. So she says... So I guess one would have to be from London and the other from... Or one from England, one from America. That way you can reach both the steering wheels and exactly. just sort of be between them. And that's my dating philosophy. Yep. Uh, but continue. My husband and I are in shock. We have been married for more than 30 years and have always been faithful to each other. We thought that we had set a good example. They're, they're asking, still being faithful to each other. They're not cheating if they're both okay with it. Yeah, exactly. They're asking to be able to bring other boyfriends and girlfriends to our family events. I am heartsick at okay. the thought of watching them be affectionate with other partners. My granddaughter was a flower girl at their wedding. How do we explain this to her? I love my son, but does a relationship with him mean I have to abandon the values I have always felt were important uh, I, to uphold? I hate it when people say, I don't want to talk to my children or grandchildren. Don't make me talk to them. That's never an excuse. How do I explain it? I don't want to talk to them. Have you seen them? They're ugly and stupid. I can't explain this. My son keeps saying he's Sir Wellington. Oh, how am I supposed to explain a mommy sometimes loves a daddy and another daddy? Well, right now he isn't speaking to me because he thinks I was not supportive enough when he told me. I feel like I'm being forced to accept his new lifestyle <clears throat> or not see my son. How should I handle this dumbfounded in Dallas? Okay, uh, a few things. One, he shouldn't stop talking to her just because she's being stubborn. Like, uh, I, I have a mob a mom that's a hardcore Trump supporter. I don't stop talking to her. I just be the bigger person and continue to um, speak to her despite... I just sort of compartmentalize all the bad and try to forget about that and just sort of, you know, focus on the positives, right? Well, my... So, so everyone should be able to do that if you disagree with someone, even on something very big, even if you feel like they are enabling evil. It's like, well, but besides that, they're, they're still your family. You still got to, um, you still got to communicate with them. Well, I well, two things. Number one, I, you do not have to communicate with your family. Uh, <laughs> I decided a long time ago that just because someone shares the same DNA with you does not mean that you are beholden to love them eternally, communicate with I, them. I didn't say love. I said talk to. Or talk to or in any way interact. That is not – you do not have to like – you don't have to. Uh, two – um, I do like this one part that Abby says where she says, unless you are raising your granddaughter, you don't have to explain anything. That's her parents' responsibility. Because I see this a lot. There's a lot of like old people like, how do I explain this to my grandkid? It's like, well, if you're not raising them, then you don't explain shit because they're not your fucking kids. So shut the fuck up. Like, 
You raised your kid. You're done. Like you can have input. You know what? But... I, I didn't even think about that. I'm not supposed to explain it to my granddaughter. There, yeah, but the word "grand" is there, right? You don't have to. Yeah, that's that's it. Let, like, let someone yeah. else do with it. You're, you're, you're part time. As the grandmother, all you do is feed them cake and uh, send yeah. them home hyper and uh, yeah, you're fucking re ready to, to fuck up your uh, your children's homes that they put yeah. so much work into. <laughs> you're fucking retired. But yeah, so this is an interesting thing. And like, as much as I want to shit on dumbfounded in Dallas. Um, I understand how difficult it must be if you have a specific set of values and then you you have to like you have to find a middle ground with going those are not my values but I still have a relationship with the person who has a different value system you know yeah. um, and I think maybe like you know just have a conversation she, with your she, son um, she also needs to understand that she's that her son is not cheating on his wife. This yeah. is still everything here is still consensual, right? Yeah, exactly. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That like, that's, that needs to be something she understands. But outside of that, I mean, they can just they can deal with this however they want to deal with it. Um, I think that uh, maybe she needs to do some soul searching to decide how she really feels about this. Maybe wait until the shock of it all wears off for her, since she's clearly like surprised by this. I but, mean, I think maybe you know like. Maybe give it time before you bring your other partners to family events, because I can see how that would that be... That too, yeah. Like, the, I can the son see... also needs to understand that his mom probably can't just accept this out, you know, out the gate. Right. I, I, can, I can see that and be like, look, you're going to have to work with her just like you expect her to work with you. Yeah. I could see, uh, you know, like, because this ties into so many other things, because there are people in these same situations where they're just like, ah, uh, my son, he, uh, he married a black man and he wants to bring him to family events and I just I, I don't support that lifestyle and it's like well that, it just reminds me of the family guy Marty we gotta go back to the future your daughter's gonna marry a black man uh, I'm actually okay with that grandpa yeah exactly or, I'm actually okay with that Doc Brown what, whatever he was to Marty yeah. I think you should if, if you if you love somebody you should accept the, just like that's their value system work out the particulars because I'm sure this I'm sure this lady's the tip of the family iceberg and you know at a family event it's gonna be a it's gonna be weird like with the, the, the having to explain that to the other family members uh, so I guess work work that out with your son like but also support him and realize it's his fucking marriage and you're the fuck he wants. You know, yeah, just be happy for him that he um, he's able to do what he wants and that he's not bound by someone else's artificial rules. But yeah, like I mean, like I said, personally, polyamory is not my taste. Uh, right. But at the same time, like, unless <laughs> the only way I wouldn't support it would be if somebody that I was dating was like, "Well, I am polyamorous," and I'd be like, "Well, that's gonna be a problem." I mean, they can still be polyamorous, but just not have multiple partners while you're dating. Like, while it's like, look, yeah, you yeah, want to yeah, be polyamorous? That's, a... that, that's fine. You can still be that in your heart, but just, like, let's not fuck other people while we're seeing each other. And uh, if we break up, you can do whatever. But if you want to stay together, like, you don't have my consent to just go off and bone whoever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, pretty pretty much. Um, but, uh, yeah, like fucking uh, there's so many of those like there's so many of those and that's the problem with like the value system saying is like eh, how do i cleave to my traditional values why things are changing and it's like i have a moral code that i try my best to live by and the rest of the world doesn't necessarily sh uh, share it and that's fine like i do the best i can with me yeah that's the way um sir peterton feels about this it's not sir peterton it's sir pete and captain pat Sir Pete. Right, right, right.
yeah, I'm going to correct you every time because I have been knighted. <laughs> and you're like, your name's not officially on the roll. And I'm like, fuck you. I have been knighted, sir. Uh, oh, I hate it whenever I try to do accent and my arms are crossed. It, like, fucks with my lungs. Are you I ready have been knighted, sir. Are you ready to go into the big news today, talking about value systems? It's the big news. All right, what's our big news? Story of the day, Pete. All right, a little bit of background information. If you remember previous, previously in Catholicism. Um, previously on those muckrakers. And I'm get, I get this confused, too. All right, so uh, previously in uh, Catholicism, uh, the uh, Pope, uh, Pope Benedict, uh, the whatever the hell, what's XVI? What number is that? X is 10, V, 16. Okay, so XVI Pope 16. Is 16. We're on Pope 17 Benedict right now, 16th. right? Yes, okay. So, uh, the, no, the current one has like a different name. He's like Pope Randolph. I don't remember. Oh my God, you're killing me with this. Uh, I, this is. Killamus Mouse. I don't know why this is so confusing to everybody I've talked to. Okay, right now there are two living popes. One is the retired pope, pope, Bene- pope Benedict. The other is the current pope, Pope Francis. Pope Francis is cool pope. Right. Yeah. Yes, uh, Francis. I knew he had a different name than Benedict. I thought yeah, you said yeah, yeah. Benedict the 17th. Be oh my god, because there are two popes. I'm trying to tell a story of two popes. You son of a bitch. I I swear to god, if this happens when I like try to explain a tale of two cities to people, they're like, well, wait a minute. That city's called France. I know that. There's more than one. It's a tale of two cities. Okay. So, Sorry, this is another cause... word for pope? I'm going to kill you. I'm going to murder you. <laughs> Anyway, there, yes, I know that there are two living popes right now. The, the yes. evil one retired, and the good one took his place. There is the good new... one's still not that great, but, you know, he's good for a pope. There is a new pope and old pope. Old pope wrote a letter today. Or today. He wrote a letter at some point. It wasn't today. But he wrote this really long letter um, explaining the current uh, pedophilia crisis in the church. Uh, yes. I suggest everyone read it because it is a very interesting letter on like church history and like church policy, the way they train their priests and stuff. But look, look, can we just forget about the Gorgamax for a second? Forget about the Gorgamax! Our women are, have vaginas that are 15 feet tall and full of razor sharp teeth. How are we supposed to have sex with that? So, uh, he says... That's from a South this... Park episode where they discussed the pedophilia problem with uh, the Catholic Church, and they came to the conclusion that the problem stems from the Queen Spider. The Queen Spider! Well, they, uh... So what he does is he, um... He... And it's, it's like I said, read it. It's, it's really well written, but, like, the problem that I have is he blames the sexual revolution of, like, 1968... Uh, for the current crisis in the church and for the permissiveness uh, of pedophilia. He thinks that hippies that fundamentally reject his orthodoxy and orthodoxy in general are the problems with the orthodox continuing to bone down on children? Right. And he says, quote, <clears throat> and I, I assume he's, I assume all popes are that's Italian. Like, so this that, is... that, that's like Nazis saying, well, we're trying to kill the Jews, but the Jews keep trying to stay alive, and that's the reason why we have to kill Jews. It's like, what? Um... So all my pope, all my pope uh, uh, quotes are going to be in my bad Italian accent. All right, okay. <clears throat> all my pope ladies, all my pope ladies. Among the freedoms uh, that the revolution of a 1968 sought to fight, uh, was oh my the fuck that accent. All right, among the freedoms that the revolution of 1968 sought to fight for was this all-out sexual freedom, one which no longer conceded any norms. I disagree with that. I think that I think that uh, linking 
uh, the sexual freedom of the 60s with like, oh, there are no norms now. We can fuck kids. No one's saying that. Like, nobody, I, I even, I Googled it. Benedict like, the 16th is. <laughs> well, I Googled it, and I don't, as far as I can find, nobody uh, said pedophilia it's... at any point in modern United States history was allowed or appropriate. Right, and also, what does one small thing happening in one part of the world at one point in time, uh, 40 years ago, 50 years ago, well, have his, to do follows, with follow, what the Catholics are doing across the entire globe today? Follow his math here. That led to uh, changes in the church, I guess allowing more permissiveness, and then allowing gay, no, pri- then allowing gay priests, and then somehow he does some math saying gay priest equals pedophilia. Oh, he's one of those assholes that think that gay equals pedophilia. That was also yeah. an idea that they had in the 1960s. That's why they used to stone gay people to death, because they thought that if you were gay, you necessarily fucked children. Right. That's I mean, uh, that's the kind of conflating two different things they still actually try to do today with um, people saying, well, if you're going to fuck men, why don't you try to marry a lamp or a dog? It's yeah. Like, God damn it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, like, yeah, that's that's kind of his thing. It's like I said. I, I suggest reading the whole the whole thing. It's very interesting about uh, it's an interesting thing about church stuff. But um, yeah, I talked to a friend, and a friend was like, "Oh, I think you might be taken out of context." And I was like, "All right." And I read it, and I go, "Nope." He's doing some fancy footwork to try to like say, "Oh, the church was changed because of the uh, the 1960s and the sexual the, permissiveness," and of right, course the, that led to pedophilia. The 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 hippies somehow enabled the gays to exist which enabled the priests to fuck children that's that's like the five degrees of kevin bacon if um you if there's like no real connections between it it's like well peter you know that i exist and freddie mercury exists and so freddie mercury because of him the price is right currently has drew carey wait what no no follow me here follow me here and drew carey was once on a show with a lady named uh mimi whose name is spelled the same as meme which is an internet thing and pedophiles use the internet sometimes that's the reason why there's hippies okay all right we got this well a lot sorted. of it a sorted lot of, a lot of it is just like wait i forgot what i was trying to link here uh yeah exactly the fucking pope to kevin bacon <laughs> um and the, well the problem was that like the church was unequipped to deal with uh you know uh they were unequipped to deal with the scandal and like they didn't know what to do and blah 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 but the point was like it doesn't matter what kind of problems the church was having. What matters is that you protected, aided, and abetted known pedophiles who were preying on children. And you can't be like, well, the 60s made it okay. Fuck you, dude. I know. Yeah, he's just trying to, he's trying to buttery mills the way that they used to in I know the 60s, a, which was they used to say, but the hippies! I know a ton of people that lived through the 60s and most of them never fucked children. Yeah, I'd like the to vast say majority. I'd like to say all of them, but I don't know their dark history. So, but the point is, yeah, man, come on, like, and I guess because the the current the current pope uh, Pope Francis, I guess, is on a, like a he's a, like this was wrong and fucked up, and then this guy's like I'm gonna come out and is like you're the old pope, go away. I think that we need a new <laughs> we need a new rule. The new rule is if there's two living popes, one pope has to eat the other. <laughs> Like a black widow spider. Yeah, or like Highlander, there can be only one. So if there are two popes, they have to sword fight until there's only one left, and then the other pope absorbs the other pope's power. I, I'm okay with that because I'm pretty sure uh, Pope Francis is um, more physically fit than the current or than the old pope. So yeah, I well, think old, he would win. Old, old pope's like 91. Also, uh, why are we listening to a 91 year old former pope? Fuck him. 
I mean, he's not too much um, older than the current sitting president of the U.S., who is also who also has such ancient ideas in his head and is making decisions based on them. Policy decisions that affect your life and mine. Yeah, so that's that's the post that, that, news. That, um, that's my segue to uh, the administration. Well, do you want to get into some anti-Semite news, some more global before we come back to uh, uh, the old good old USA? Uh, yeah, okay. We, we'll, uh, I'll, I'll come up with another segue. Later. Uh, Ger- German, not. so we talked a little bit about this. German industrial rock band uh, Rammstein has gotten in trouble for their new yeah. music video, which features uh, images of them as Holocaust detainees with nooses around their necks. Um, an Israeli official has described it as shameful and uncalled for. Uh, it's a it's a well, nine I don't minute care long. What fucking Israel has to say about anything? Oh uh, yeah, I'm kind of at that point with the the country of Israel too. Uh, but it's called Deutschland, and it's that, a really interesting. They, song. they can they can take their they can take their uh, sixth consecutive term of uh, Netanyahu and shove it. Yeah, uh, but what's interesting? You watch the video, and yeah, there's concentration camp imagery. Um, but he's he's had the whole song is about like, and I I found this very interesting as a southerner. Uh, how do you square a really horrible like? Uh, like if your heritage, uh, you know, like if you're born in Germany after World War II, uh, you know, like, or if you're born in the South, like after the Civil War and you have family that like was part of the slave culture, like they own people. If you have family that were former Nazis, like how do you square that? Like, that's really interesting. And the whole song is kind of about like German history and like, it's, it's kind of a, like, I want to be proud of Germany, but I want to damn you. Like it's this whole, like, what do, what do I do? Right. Um, and so, yeah, I think people that are like, yeah, Nazis, it's like, you're jumping the bandwagon. There's actually a pretty interesting music video on, like, what people living in Germany have to live through now. Also, if you know anything about Ramstein, everything they do is fucking shocking, shocking, dark, and hardcore. Like, which video was it that when we were kid, we were high schoolers, oh, there's a music video where, like, he's getting a blowjob from an angel while ripping its feathers out? I probably could have told you back in, um... Back when I was fourteen, or whatever that was, but I do not recall it today. Yeah, they're 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 used pretty shocking imagery, but like, yeah, I think that, um, you know, going, and, and I'm pretty sure since, since you mentioned it, I'm pretty sure that we have a, a pretty bad delay between the two of us of at least a couple seconds. It's very possible. We're gonna be able to fix that in post. I who knows? I mean, yeah. I'll try. Who knows? I'll do my best. Fuck it. We're just uh, you know, just fucking Those. tooling along here. All right. Those, so yeah. Uh, that was, those, those lag rakers. Yeah, well, I, I can was... segue this. I can segue this. Okay. Speaking of Ramstein and um, trying to, uh, you know, come to terms with Germany's um, pretty bad history. I have a friend who um, came from Germany, like not too terribly long after Hitler's reign, and he moved to he moved to America. And everyone here in America is like, "Oh, you came from not or you came from Germany, did you? You must be a Nazi boy. You must be a Nazi. You came from Germany." And he's always like, "God damn it!" Ugh. Hey, so, hey, you, you well, can probably guess who this is. I know you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, no, he he was born a long time after Hitler's reign, and he it was the it was the fucking eighties. That's it, it was. Yeah, but it came. But he came over here at a perfect time in which people still remembered Germany, mostly for Hitler, mostly for Hitler. That had been I mean, like forty years before that, right? Yeah, I mean that's still what they're or thirty years. By. That's still what they're yes, remembered for. But, but but it was it was more remembered back then than uh, thirty years later. But anyway, point being is that now he's living in a country that has Trump, and if he moves anywhere else, they're going to be like, "Oh, you came from that Trump country," and he's like, "God damn it, not again." So he just basically moves, <laughs> he moves to like, uh, 
uh, dictator after dictator country going, God damn it. Yeah, so the next place he goes to, they're going to be like, oh, I know where you came from. I know what your value system is. You, you want to kill all the Mexicans now and block them out of your country. Well, I'll tell you something and interesting, man. Which, which, which segues us into, apparently, they, um, they're, they're putting down the, uh, the, what do you call it, the veil of, oh, we're doing this for this reason or that reason. Now they're basically just saying, no, we just fucking hate Mexicans, and we're going to do everything we can to block them from ever entering our country. The, the, the pretenses well, are falling away. That's what I was trying to say. Um, well, the whole thing so about immigration is, uh, historically, immigration is a really good thing to get people stirred up about. Um, also, like, yeah. my whole because, thing is... Because it's the fear of the unknown. Mm-hmm. It's a primal instinct. It's a very base fear that demigods can always play to. It's, uh, they're, they're playing my whole to thing is worst like, instincts, and it's very easy to whip them up into a frenzy over it. I say treat it like an actual humanitarian crisis and, like, um, get some actual, like, aid and processing and stuff in there. Um, there's actually a really cool news story, uh, tying in with immigration where, uh, and I'm sad it was blocked. Um, so the White House proposed releasing detained immigrants in sanctuary cities. Right. And uh, I was like, fuck yeah, man, that's fucking metal as fuck. Like, put your money where your mouth is, right? Because here's the thing, is like, as much as I'm disgusted with the right, I there are also elements of the left I'm disgusted with, because I don't, I don't think that a lot of people are as pro-immigrant as they say they are. Well, I don't think a lot of people care as much. Like, we were talking earlier how people seem to be... Um... They have, like, the new thing to be mad about of the week, and so they're just mm-hmm. going from being mad at one thing Trump does to the next, and they right. treat the small things just as importantly yeah. as the big things. And we actually did have a very fucking big and scary thing happen this week that people are not focused on enough. But, yeah, I think a lot of people that don't really care about immigration are just being mad about that because Trump's doing it instead of actually caring about other human beings like uh, like we do. Well, here's what's, and I actually took a step back from this, but here's what's fascinating about this whole thing. It's not just Trump. It's um, the way that Trump and social media and everything have converged at the same time. Um, Outrage, uh, rage, and anger is fucking addicting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Even Penn Jillette was uh, lamenting that that, um, so many of his um, friends, it's difficult for him to talk to them right now because he just wants to preach love, and they're not in the mood to preach love. They're addicted to anger is how he described it, and that's why he left Facebook for good. I think that, and I could be wrong, but I think it was a Martin Luther King quote. That had and a, I mean, I, I personally, I don't, I, I do my best to never pay attention to Facebook, but I do go to the, um, I do like tab to Facebook because we have like our little chat group going on there. So sometimes like whatever the first post is, I'll see that just because it's sitting there the whole time I'm chatting in the little chat box down on the bottom right. Well, Martin Luther King, I believe, but was Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King had a great quote that he said that like, uh, only, only love can drive out hate. Hate cannot drive out hate, just like darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only the light can drive... And I'm like, yeah. like, And I think we're, as we've become like you know, really into two-armed camps, I feel like we go online and we get our daily outrage and our daily hate, and we're like, ooh, these fucking people. You know, speaking of, um, and also speaking of Penn, and speaking of Martin Luther King... Uh, there was someone did a study looking at all the um, major violent revolutions throughout history and all the nonviolent revolutions throughout history. And violent revolutions are successful in changing the nation that they take place in uh, about one in four times. So about 25% of the time. Yeah. Nonviolent revolutions tend to work uh, about two thirds of the time, about 66% of the time. Yeah, so because once if once you the... really re... so his, his, 
his argument is is that if you really really hate someone if you even if you want to destroy them you should still go about destroying them non-violently because you're far more likely to succeed statistically yeah um because the thing Just, is um, once you violence... gotta remember that these days we have elements that well oh i mean God, like, like once a five violence... ten second delay now this is rough yeah, um, uh, once, I mean... I was going to say, just, you, you got to keep in mind that these days we have elements that we've never had before, which is uh, yeah. Fox News trying to paint peaceful revolutions as being violent revolutions. Fox News will brainwash their followers into thinking that Black Lives Matter is a vi are violent revolutionaries, that uh, Antifa are violent revolutionaries. And what they'll do is they'll take one isolated incident that one crazy person did and say, see, this is what everybody does. And, like, the Black Lives Matter tape of um, uh, just a few of them marching and saying pigs in blankets fry them like bacon, that happened one time ever out of hun you know, hundreds or thousands of marches. One time at one place ever. A bunch of people who were not directly uh, related to um, any sort of, uh, you know, the central core of BLM decided to march and chant that. And now Fox News has their permanent reel to play every single time any Black Lives Matter news is happening. They always play that. That way people will forevermore believe that Black Lives Matter is anti-cop. You know, yeah, and that well, way they get I'm, people to chant Blue Lives Matter and think that they mean it. I'm anti-cop in the way that I'm anti, like, the militarization of the police. Like, there wasn't a bigger argument, yeah. like, when that guy, and I can't remember all the details of his name, but, like, I think I sent you the video... There was a guy staying in a hotel room. I think he was an exterminator. And this was right after the uh, shooting in Las Vegas. And uh, so they called the cops. They go, I think someone's in the room with a gun. So the cops, like, roll up, uh, SWAT, ready to go. Uh, and he was a white guy. And um, he comes out of his room, and they're, like, screaming, like, confusing directions at him. And, like, get... he's on the ground, unarmed, with his hands out. And they're, like, crawl towards me. And, like, keep your hands behind your back. And blah, blah, blah. And then they just fucking murdered him. Then they just shot him, right? So the bigger problem is not, like, like it's the militarization of police. It's, like, police getting military hardware. Um, it's the it's the lack of training for cops. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Those are the bigger issues now, um, that no one's Now, no earlier one's I about. said... Now, earlier I said that the pretense is falling away, the veil is falling away, and something really scary happened this week. And then I proceeded to never actually say what that story was. Um, the story yeah. is is that the feckless ghoul, Stephen Miller, is now in charge oh, of yeah. all U.S. immigration policies. Kristen Nielsen like... is out as the immigration director, allowing yeah. the monstrosity Stephen Miller to rise and spread terror, torture, and oppression. Well, I gotta say, Stephen Miller's rise to power was kind of like watching Darth Vader happen in the, that shitty Star Wars movie where you go, oh, this is lame. I mean, this is really bad for everybody in this universe, <laughs> but it's really lame. Yeah, pretty much. So um, at the present, uh, we this really is a skeleton crew administration. I don't think people realize that Trump just does not have people working anywhere. Like he has a few, um, what do you call it, uh, temporary officials that are like standing in until we can get an official one. But he's in no hurry to have official people. Like we have no Homeland Security Director, no Secret Service Director, no ICE Director, no Secretary of Defense, no Air Force Secretary, no FEMA Director, no Secretary of the Interior, no U.S. Ambassador, and no White House Chief of Staff. We, ha we are 
lacking the fundamental core of what could keep us safe and functional as a nation. And so this increases the likelihood that we're going to see a terrorist attack like a thousand fold, which is why I was really hoping that we could impeach this orange bastard before he encouraged a yeah. terrorist attack to happen, which would galvanize the base behind him, which would allow him to win again in 2020 because he'll use fear mongering to slither his way on through. Well, but as fear mongering from an event that he caused because when people when Americans die the Republicans win that's always how it's been I was, since 9/11 I was talking about Islamophobia the other day and I go but if you look at the vast majority of terror attacks in the United States they've been done by white dudes why isn't yeah. there why isn't there white dudophobia why, why, why can't why, why can't the um the white people come out and talk to their communities and explain that we just don't shoot people in churches we don't shoot people in mosques we don't um bomb churches we don't i mean we don't we don't shoot up schools we shouldn't do that okay peter have you talked to at least 10 other white people in your white person community i, I guess i feel the same way about like domestic terrorists as i feel about um but i i just i just wanted to you know, do the yeah. rubber ball back bike. I feel anyway, the continue. same way I feel about uh, uh, rich people. It's like, man, you're being a terrorist, but you're being real boring about it. <laughs> like, just, I, <laughs> that's probably a terrible thing to say, but I'm like, you're going to do something horrible, at least do it like the Joker, you know what I mean? Like, At have, least do it like gathering a hundred people on an island and have them all kill each other for your amusement. Do while it. feeding yourself grapes. I mean, while having the, while having my servant Mandingo feed me grapes. Do it like, uh, do it like Bane. Trap all the cops in a sewer. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. But yeah, like the biggest threat is... your police officers are in my sewer. I don't have a rest of the where for that to go. Yeah, but yeah, I just like, like doing my my Bane voice. Yeah, the biggest the biggest. Can you have my permission to die? <laughs> I feel like your Bane is exactly like your Queen, which is it's like you've got <laughs> you've got the Queen and you've got Bernie Sanders, and he's like, oh, Batman, you have my permission to die because you're a billionaire. Because you're a billionaire and a millionaire. Uh yeah, I no, I mean, the, the I am the knight. The greatest, the greatest inter, the greatest threat is internal, and we used to keep tabs on these groups, uh, but now we don't because 9/11 happened, and when 9/11 happened, all the resources went to international terrorism, and international terrorism is still a problem, uh, but also the internal divisions. Like we got to do something about. Like I've taken a step back from social media. Like I don't fight with people online anymore. I don't argue with them because uh, I, I keep seeing a lot of comments like, "Man, these people, fucking idiots." <laughs> And I'm like, you know, we're all the same, like, we're all people, right? Like, there's no us and them. Like, that's a, that's, that's dumb. I'm Batman. I'm except, Captain Batman. Except for Captain Batman. <laughs> ah! Ah, I'm just gonna stand here and do my superhero pose, Captain Batman. Cap, Fuck yeah. Captain Batman. Representing Captain Batman. Well, uh, in, in, uh, in final news here, uh, I have an article. Apparently there's a bunch of jobs that are about to go away. <laughs> Because of mechanization. Oh, this could be Pete's That's Cute News. This is my That's Cute News. All right, hit, hit, hit us with the That's Cute News uh, for the week. They did a study about which jobs are most likely to go away, and it's kind of surprising. Number one on the list is fucking lawyers. Really? Yeah. No way. That's like one of the... That's one of two jobs you actually need to go to college for. Uh, AI can uh, help perform tasks ranging from legal discovery uh, to creating contracts. Uh, huh. They can even argue parking fines and handle divorce proceedings, which I'm I'm all for. I want to get married just to get a divorce with a robot lawyer. Interesting. <laughs> you know, I have like I do have like five other things I wanted to do. Is it is it true? Are you polyamorous? <laughs> Fuck you, you intolerant robot lawyer. Uh, I he mean, does not compute. 
all the other stuff is shit you would think of, you know, like 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 uh, uh, data analysis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, chefs are going to go away, which is interesting. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. I'm going to miss the personal... Oh, no, I was about to say I'm going to miss the personal touch, but then I thought, well, the personal touch tends to be that like they're mad at you, so they spit in your face. Yeah, the robot that, probably wouldn't do that. The personal touch has also personally touched its balls, so... Yeah. <laughs> Although it would be kind of funny if the robots are like, I spit in your food, I touched my robot balls, and put them in your salad. (laughs) Beep boop. (laughs) Wonderful. Uh, Can I have sex with you, robot? Yes. Excellent. Um, So the terrifying thing that happened this week is that uh, Trump does seem to be doing a purge right now of all personnel that will not swear loyalty to him. Well, see, uh, he fired the Secret Service director right after the Secret Service busted a Chinese operative at Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. Well, I, I've wondered, uh, I, I've always wondered, if you're a Secret Service agent, right, and you have mm-hmm. a president that just fucking sucks and you hate him, like, how <laughs> how willing are you to do your job versus, like, someone goes to pull a gun and you go, oh, no, stop, but you're not really moving towards him. Don't shoot him. That would be terrible. <laughs> uh, I mean, could you imagine if you're in that position and someone draws a gun on the president and you're like, oh, please just shoot him before I have a chance to jump in front of him. Oh, no, I need to. Oh, don't nobody move. I dropped my contacts. We better not charge in front of him. You're just, like, you're just whispering out of the side of your mouth, a little to the left. <laughs> if you shoot him there, you'll hit his ketchup packets. <laughs> it won't... His cheeseburgers in the other pocket. You got to be really careful. He has like huge lumps of fat inside of him. But It'll yeah, protect him. firing people, not replacing them, is is um is concerning. You know. Yeah. Oh, so um, with the firing of uh, Nielsen Tex and oh, what's this V word? Vidielio. I don't know. We're seeing Trump begin to purge all non lackeys from his administration. This is something I wrote down so I but can they just sort of sing song it. This was confusing. Is they are lackeys though? They're all lackeys. He's... They weren't lackeys enough, right? They were like a nine on the lackey scale. He's looking for a fifteen. Well, out I of mean, ten. If it makes you feel better, uh, I'm really sad. But apparently, the Herman Cain, the Herman Cain hurricane. Yes, uh, he's coming back. Oh, uh, shucky ducky. Uh, maybe not. Oh, shucky ducky. Probably not going to come back. Oh no! Did Trump see him and realize he's black? No, 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 no. Trump's fine with tokenism. Um, <laughs> Trump, Trump loves to be like, this is my black friend. I'm not racist. Literally, he literally did that, by the way. There was one rally back there in the, um, the campaign where he's like, where's my black friend? There's my African-American. There's my African-American. And he pointed a guy out, a sea, an ocean of white people. And there's one black guy. And Trump pointed at him and said, there's my African-American. Well, they were going to... That fucking happened. Look it up. He was going to, uh, he was going to, um... Appointing him to the Federal Reserve, but now even Republicans are opposing his candidacy for Republicans, so it's enough to kill it. Um, so, his, his, yeah. uh, uh, that, that's the other thing is like the Republicans used to stick their neck out for Trump for uh, these different um, picks for his administration. They're not doing it anymore because a lot of the cameras are off of that now. Yeah. So it's and plus he burned all of his goodwill with them. Like they fucking hate him. Make no mistake. So they're just not doing him any favors anymore. They're they're done trying to fight for him. Well, uh, they're they're saying until it becomes a hot button issue. If everyone's paying attention, then they'll do it because then they have to because then their voters will vote against them. Well, they're they're all like, he ain't he ain't helping Trump. Get him. Well, they're arguing that they said his showmanship doesn't bother me, so they don't mind the shucky ducky. Uh, (laughs) They think his business experience is great, so they'd love the Federal Reserve to go to was it nine nine nine? 
nine nine nine. Uh, yeah, uh, but they say life, uh, they think life is they, just like Herman Cain. Nine nine. <laughs> they, Shuck they, it, duck it. They think that uh, characters. Shuck still, it, duck it, tails. Woo! Go ahead. They think that um, a character still matters. Uh, they're like, I think the sexual misconduct thing is wrong, uh, which is really weird because they've been super uh, fucking. Um, what about um, Roy Moore? What about yeah? A- ad- admitted pedophile, like mass pedophile Roy Moore, which they were all for. Um, They're all for Roy Moore. You know, I could be wrong here, but, you know, Romney was one of the first ones to come out against him. Uh, Romney seems like he might be gearing up for another presidential run. I don't... I would fucking welcome Romney with open arms. You know, I hate, oh the, my God. I hate that, but, yeah, I might be like, yeah. well, Romney, bring it in. Come on, it was, buddy. Uh, it was Penn Jillette said, you know, I deeply disagreed with Obama on so many different issues, and today I can't remember what any of those issues are. <laughs> uh... Uh, no, he's he's doing a lot of um, Mitt Romney is really interesting right now because like he's doing a lot of like being the Republican that I think most Republicans should be, um, and I guess it's is is it because he's in Utah and like he's not as tied to uh, Trump's base as other Republicans. I wonder if that's why. Could be. I don't know if the Mormons are for Trump. Uh, if they're not, then he could definitely just work against Trump all he wanted. Yeah, um, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, so I thought that was interesting, but I was sad. I was like, no, give me my Herman Cain. <laughs> if we're going to do this, i got to have some Herman Cain. But, no, he's he's probably not going to get it. Ah, that's too bad. Well, I have two other bits very quick, though. Um, one is just going back to the ghoulish Stephen Miller news. Stephen Miller has talked Trump into using the new tagline, America is full for um, his um, policy with Mexicans. Uh, Trump says, anytime the Mexicans come to the border, you just turn them away. The judges will say you're supposed to let them in if they're seeking asylum. I say maybe we should get rid of judges. Okay, maybe that's what we need to do. But you tell them, even if the judge tells you to let them in, you tell them, no, I'm sorry, our country is full. Our country's full, folks. We can't have any more. America's full. Um, I don't that, even that's, a, that's our new actual policy towards immigration now. It's fucking awful. I don't even He's, care... Um, Trump is once again acting like a dictator by ignoring other co-equal branches of yeah, government, I don't such even, as the yeah, judicial branch. I don't even care about the fucking stupid line, the country's full. Uh, what I do care about I, I, is... I actually like that line because it's so easy to argue against. You can say, come the fuck on, you know it's not full. You ever been to Kansas? It ain't fucking full. <laughs> uh, but no, my, yeah. my argument is... Oh, that, hello? Yeah, that ignoring co-equal branches of government is dangerous. And I've always said the most dangerous thing happening that no one seems to give a shit about is since even before uh, Bush, um, just the expansion of executive power just over and over again, and it just keeps growing and growing, and I got that. You need to trim these hedges back, man. Also, I've said it before, fix the immigration system. Like, get a fucking system where people come in and work for uh, real wages, registered, you know, with like a temporary fucking immigration pass or whatever. You keep tabs on them. They come in, they do the jobs, they get paid, they pay taxes, and then they can fucking go home. Like, that yep. doesn't seem that difficult, does it? No, it's not hard. It's uh, it's what happened a lot of the time because they always did pay taxes, pay into Social Security. They paid their dues while, you know, making those very, very criminally low wages that only they would accept. No American would ever accept Exactly, being which is like why that. we need to fix that wage system. So everything basically was in place for that to happen, and then Trump, like, comes in and fucks everyone up. If you f- and he's only badly hurting everyone, right? He's not actually helping anybody. If you fix the... If you another fix, problem I have with him. If you fix the system and I can come in... Uh, 
uh, I can do my work, make my money, and then go back and support my family in Guatemala or wherever. Like that's much preferable to what we're doing right now. Uh, and again, this doesn't help anyone. This isn't helping a single American. And in fact, all those people in flyover country that are always like, Trump's going to help us. No, we're actually seeing their jobs die so much faster directly because of his stupid fucking tariff policies. He's hurting the people that voted for him the most, actually, the most. Like the people that are the least affected by Trump are the uh, the liberals that voted against him. You know what would be They're really the ones great? that are the most insulated from him. Why don't we, maybe we could automate the job of president. Like, wouldn't that be great if we just had like a robot president, just like an AI? Uh, I'm for that. I'm for it. That's uh, that's actually part of the plot of Metal Gear Solid 2, is that they find out that the president's actually a, a computer program. The the Guns of the Patriot and the Sons of the Patriots. Is it is it a bad computer program? Because I'd be kind of cool with, like, the fucking, uh, you know, robot being like, Our union is strong. I have reconfigured many of the laws. Things are better now. Good luck Kinda. and good night. Whether it's bad or not is more of a philosophical question that's uh, discussed over the course of a whole bunch of different games. So, uh, I mean, it does a lot of stuff that you could consider fucked up, like it's automated war. Uh, all the soldiers have, like, nanobots in them that suppress their ability to feel scared or whatever. So now they just act as cohesive units because they have com computers in their brain telling them to coordinate. It's like, now you go over here, now you go over here. War's been standardized. You have skirmishes here, there, and everywhere. Well, if you have a, if you and have this a, maintains the status quo. If you have a robot president, do you even need the status quo? Uh, it, it decided that it did. I don't know if it's required, but it's deciding to do this regardless of uh, whether it's needed or not. Like, I just, I think that if we have maybe a robot Supreme Court and a robot president, like, I'd be cool with that. Robot Supreme Court probably raped a lot fewer people than our current Supreme Court. Possibly. Possibly. Or maybe it... Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. allegedly. Yeah. You always got to say Allegedly. Uh, but yeah. we, don't, we don't say allegedly enough on this show, I just realized. God, we're probably open to so many fucking libel laws, like, whenever anybody else listens to this podcast. But those allegedly rakers, we'll just go ahead and do that to, like, defend ourselves. If, if I ever, if I ever uh, go to court, hopefully I can get a robot lawyer. Yep. Although, robot Pete. I feel like I would go to court just for the robot lawyer meeting with me to go, Hmm, you are fucked. You have broken so many laws. <laughs> According to my calculations, you will spend three life sentences in prison. Uh, mercy? No. Processing. Mercy. Processing. Processing. <laughs> processing. Mercy denied. Aww. Damn it! <laughs> um, but yeah, fucking robot lawyers. That would be super sweet. Yeah. Okay, one last thing. One last thing. So uh, the deadline for releasing Trump's uh, taxes came and went because they finally, after 10,000 years, subpoenaed – or they, they have not subpoenaed them yet. They requested Trump's taxes, right? Mm -hmm. So we can finally get to see his tax returns and see how broke he is and how many foreign dictators he owes money to. Right. And, well, uh, Mnuchin is the person who's responsible for releasing them, and he has said that he refuses – and instead, he's going to run them by bar in the Justice Department. You know, the guy who's already, we already know, sold out our country for the do you think orange that, doter. Do you think that Barr is just going, stop bringing me this stuff? I don't want it. <laughs> I, you are fucking Bob Barr right now. Because I, I don't know a lot about Bob Barr, but I do feel like he talks in the third person. Like all people named Bob do. <laughs> you know, Bob. Uh, yeah. Bob Barr doesn't like this. Bob Barr is already sitting on oh. enough documents. Bob Barr don't like that. Yeah, Bob Barr is the one who's currently hiding the Mueller report, and you know he's going to redact it to the point in which you can't you, see any of Trump's crimes. Where do you think he's hiding it? You like, you think it's under his mattress? 
Could we Straight just up go? His ass. Could we just go in and get it? Oh well, yeah, I mean, that would be nice. It's a big document. If it's up his ass, he's gonna be really mad when he also has to shove 15 years of Trump's tax reports up there. <laughs> There's no more. Do you understand a human anal cavity? It's only so elastic. <laughs> I can't put any more documents up here. Get yourself another attorney general. Yep. So, um, you know what Mnuchin did is actually against the law, and Congress could have him arrested for um, refusing to do what Congress told yeah, him to. Yeah, because they fucking subpoenaed him. Yeah, fucking, I'll be interested so they, to see how that goes. They they did subpoena him? That did happen? No, that, I'm That'd asking. be a new I development. I, I knew, I knew no, that, I that was like a thing that they could do. No, I thought they subpoenaed them. I guess not, but maybe a subpoena. No, they, they have not officially subpoenaed them yet. They just requested them. They can subpoena them, but even the request um, is, is, a, is law, a thing yeah. that can put him in jail yeah, if yeah, he yeah. refuses it. It's like my, contempt of Congress or whatever it's called. It's like when I was a kid, my dad would be like, so it sounds like I'm asking you nicely, but what it actually is is me telling you in a nice way to do this thing. Exactly. Yeah, That's yeah. what's going on here. And they need to stop giving Trump's people, you know, the good faith benefit of the doubt. We know that Mnuchin's just trying to stall for time. Trump is never going to want his tax returns released. The Justice Department exists only as a we weaponized justice for Trump's favor. It's only you know, there to defend him. It is not there to help America at all. They, they, you know, they just recently arrested Julian Assange, which is kind of... Uh, oh, that's the other bit of news. I, yeah. I forgot about that. I sort of skimmed over it. It's a little Speaking bit... Speaking It's a little bit dangerous because... Because they're trying to get him. I'm trying to remember the exact term, but the idea is that uh, he didn't actually do any of the hacking. He released the materials. So they're, they're, the precedent sets if they can arrest him for a, basically releasing the materials as a journalist, it's dangerous for other journalists because any anytime anybody hands a journalist a stack of like, these are the, this is the briefcase with the report that no one's supposed to see, you could technically arrest that journalist. So it is kind of dangerous yeah. for that. Although I do and, think I mean, that, he was already kind of in jail. Yeah. Just he had access to a computer is the only difference. Otherwise, yeah, I mean, he has to live at that stupid... Did you see what he looked like when they drug, drug him out? Those yeah. years have been hard on him. He looked like your dad. Uh, I mean, like, he was so young just a few years ago, the last time we got a picture of him. Yeah. These years have been kicking the shit out of well, him. Well, because you've been living in the Ecuadorian embassy for fucking, like, seven years. You know how boring that must be? Yeah, it's it's hell. It's it's barely a step above actual prison. But the idea is it's worrisome that they finally, like, ah, oh, we're going to get him now. Cause, like, what, I'm, what I'm worried about, it, it was um, America that arrested him, right? No, it was in uh, it was in London, I believe, and so there's arguments. About I mean, where it, it was in London, but I thought they were going to extradite him to America. There's arguments about where he's going to be sent to, about whether he's going to be sent to Sweden or sent to America, gotcha. or just maybe fall I, down on some bullets on the way there. Here's what I'm worried about. I'm worried they're going to send him to America because you know Trump will pardon him as soon as he gets here. Uh, well, if he does, and Julian Assange ever listens to our podcast, I would like to make this request: Can you please release all of Trump's documents, just all the stuff, just he, make a book? He's not. He, he, they, they, WikiLeaks lies when they say we're for transparency. Yeah. They're, um, they're for releasing just enough info to make you hate um, whatever party Putin currently hates, which right now is the Democrats. They are right. a propaganda branch of oh, yeah, been Russia. Rich, yeah. All they want to do is fuck with America. They want to do whatever they can to destabilize America. Exactly. And right now, what destabilizes America is propping up Trump and attacking the Democrats. Because they're not, they yeah, they're because they're not releasing any, uh, any Russian communiques. You know what I mean? They're not releasing anybody else's stuff. Right. So they are not for releasing information. That is a bullshit line that they feed to trick gullible people. And I used to be one of those gullible people who just sort of took them at their word that they were for open, 
openness, honesty, transparency. I didn't, but you know, over time I saw, wait a minute, there's a trend to what type of openness they're uh, they're up for, what type of information they release here, isn't there? Processing, and... processing, honesty and transparency. Processing, processing, for, honesty. Oh, for <laughs> transparency, not found. <laughs> honesty denied. <laughs> Sons of bitches. Well, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, but man, I just, just like a good show, I want to see them tax returns, baby. I want to see that Mueller report. Come on, give it to me. This is my Netflix. I want to binge, I want to binge read. Yes, I actually will read the Mueller report if it comes out. Oh, that's going to be a boring weekend. Oh my God, I just realized. That's true. That's going to be a really boring weekend. I want to see the full unredacted Mueller yeah, report. I'm going to ask you to highlight, copy, and paste the stuff I need to read because you're going to be, my, you're going to be my robot lawyer. <laughs> Process, processing, processing, <laughs> now now loading crashing process i want you to loading just... crashing process crashing crashing shutting down ah, ah she sells gay frogs by the gay shore